Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon Counties, a member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we've got Wilson Hall head coach Adam Jarecki as we talk about their return to the playoffs after a two-year hiatus and being at home at Spencer Field to kick off the 3A playoffs against John Paul II. Let's get to that conversation. Adam, thanks for coming in to talk a little football. It's a it's that time of year, playoff time. So happy you were able to uh, carve some time out of the schedule to come in and chat. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. And, you know, you guys are back in the playoffs this year after a hiatus for a couple of years. You know, what is the excitement around this group is not only are they back in the playoffs, but you guys are going to be at home to kick this thing off. Well, obviously it's a, it's a big excitement going on with, with the fact that we're, you know, in a postseason situation. Um, you know, we kind of set that as a goal to start with when the year got cranked up and, and – you know, we had a, a really good off season, and, and like I said before, we we we've kind of set a new standard and and trying to make things, you know, a, a little different different in everything we do, and and this is just one of our goals, and and you know, we wanted to be able to compete all year long. We felt like we really did, and we had some had some nice games, and and put ourselves in this situation. Absolutely, and before we get to Friday's game, I'd love to just kind of go over the path to get here. A little bit in the first place and we can kind of start on the offensive side of the ball you guys have um really you know done this um without necessarily having one star on that side of the ball there's kind of somebody will have kind of a big game here or there but it's really been a balanced attack from you guys offensively uh, what has been kind of the most fun part seeing this group kind of gel together on that side of the ball and and be able to move the ball with so many different guys? Well, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a part. Everybody's got a role, you know, and everybody's got a part. And you really can't focus on one thing. Um, you know, collectively we feel like we're pretty good. You know, individually maybe not so. So it gives us the opportunity to, to spread the ball around a little bit. You know, you can't focus on one particular player running the ball or, or catching the ball. So um, I, offensive line has really progressed well. And, and you know, it just – it's been, been fun watching it all work. You know, we're still – you know, we're based out of the triple option. We do a lot of things with the triple option, but we, we come off of it with some jet sets. And, and, you know, it just gives it a lot of different things for other people to have to prepare for. Absolutely. And the guy kind of running this offense with Clark Kenny, you know, part of that, that big junior class that you have out there. And talk a little bit about what you've seen out of him kind of progressing as the team's starting quarterback as the season's gone on. Well, I, Clark's been very consistent all year long. Um, you know, ups and downs with some of his reads and, and some of his decisions. But, you know, as the year's gone on, you know, you can feel him getting more comfortable with things and, and feeling out kind of what, what we're trying to do. And, and he's done a really good job. I'm very very proud of how, how well he's come along and, and you know, with his supporting cast around him, though it, it makes everything kind of work out. Absolutely. When you got guys in the backfield like Cameron Coulter and Dylan Jones and, you know, weapons outside like Blake Van Patten and uh, and Boykin Wilder, you know, to name a few of those guys. Um, talk a little bit about each of those guys individually about, um, you know, how they can kind of 
pull defensive uh, attention away from each other. Blake has been the guy, you know, the last few weeks that has really kind of drawn the attention to open up some things for some other guys just based on having one really big game against PD Academy. But really, you know, as soon as one of them goes off, it opens the doors for the other ones to really kind of follow right. up. I, I, you know, we kind of – the way the way people play us, you know, particularly that, that time, you know, they were kind of over and under covering Blake and, you know, double covering him in situations. So that opened up Boykin for some for some big plays. Um, plus, you know, it's hard. You, you got to kind of sell out to stop our run. And that kind of puts those guys out on an island. And, and we feel like they're athletic enough and, you know, have the ability. Boykin's tall and can go up and get it. Blake's, you know, fast and can, can kind of run by people. So, you know, it gives us a good dimension there. Plus our, our sophomore tight end has had a tremendous year too, you know, both both at the line of scrimmage and catching balls, and, and he's a big target. So, you know, it gives us a lot of different dimensions. Absolutely, and defensively, you know, it hasn't necessarily been a star on that side of the ball either. You know, really for this whole team, it's really been a, a team effort thing, and the defensive side of the ball is maybe where that's the most evident, where it's just a bunch of guys kind of rally into the football. Talk a little bit about how they've kind of had to develop a little bit as this year's gone on and, um, you know, learn from kind of some of these early games the the best way to kind of get this group um, really firing on all, on all cylinders on that side well, of the ball. I, Owen Myers is kind of the you know he's our defensive leader. He leads the team in tackles. You know, sophomore and you know you've seen him mature and grow and learn what's going on. But you know from the start of the year we kind of changed some of our philosophies on defense and some of our schemes, and and the guys are, have really bought into it. And you know we don't have any great big guys, so it's not like we can just go out there and one on one people. So we have to do things collectively, um, and and the whole group is kind of bought into that. Uh, you know you see it on both sides of the ball, and and it just it's been a lot of fun, and and we've had some success, and these boys have been hungry for it, and and just you know they've been thriving to be in this position. Well, and what's it like to kind of see the last five weeks for this group in, in particular, you know, uh, the only loss in there being that dramatic game against PD that, you know, came down the wire, um, to, to really kind of see everything kind of fall into place the last, you know, month and some change here as the playoffs are coming together. Well, we really feel like these last couple of weeks we've played some of our best ball. I, I think after – you know, halftime, midway through the third quarter of the Florence Christian game, you know, kind of a light clicked on. And, and, and they really, you know, they're down 20 points and had the big dramatic comeback. And, and you know, you saw there that, that it was going to take the whole group and everybody being collectively together to try to, you know, get us to kind of right the ship. And, and you know, it really it paved the way for the rest of the year. We, You know, our last two weeks, we feel like we've played as solid both sides of the ball as we have all year against, you know, good people. So uh, hopefully that will carry into, into these playoffs. And, you know, it's a new season. The playoffs just kind of starts all over. And, and you know, now it's, you know, win or go home, and we don't want to do that. So, um, you know, I, we feel like these last few weeks have kind of pushed us into the, how we want to be playing in the playoffs. Absolutely. Well, and now you get the, the fun scheduling clerk, quirk of, you know, playing John Paul II two weeks in a row. And, you know, what are the the interesting challenges that comes with playing a team, not only twice in the span of a couple of weeks, like tends to happen in the skis of playoffs, but two weeks in a row? 
Yeah, I, you know, they, they run a very similar system that we do. You know, it's a triple option base, a lot of flex bone, and they have a tremendous quarterback. So, you know, we had to kind of change our scheme a little bit last week to gear towards stopping that. And, you know, we're familiar with it because that's what we do. So, you know, it wasn't as hard. You know, knew that, that they didn't really know what to do. And, and, you know, so they understood what we had to do to stop it. Now, that being said – you know, you kind of tip your hand a little bit and how you're going to do things. So, um, you know, I, the positives last week, obviously, you know, a big win. We got to play everybody. You know, we, we were able to play even our JV kids that we moved up and and had good performances from everybody. And, and it was just a fun, fun night. And, you know, we, we, we played well, particularly in the first half. We, we kind of set the tone pretty quick and pretty early. I think Dylan ripped off a 90-yard run on the first play of the game and, you know, we we played as solid a defense as we played all year. I, their their place, their big play came off of a hook and ladder in the second quarter, and then you know late in the game they threw a pass downfield that that we kind of busted up a coverage and they they scored. So, you know, I, we feel like it set the tone. Now that being said, we gotta you know re, refocus because obviously they're going to do things differently this time. Um, you know, that being said, we have to too. You know. Um, so, you know, we, we, we're looking at it as a, as a new challenge. We forget about last week. All week long we've been kind of saying that, you know, last week's behind us. We don't think about what we did and how we did things. We just focus on taking care of it this week. So, you know, we're treating it as we're playing a whole different different group because we feel like that they're going to do a lot of things differently. I mean, going to have to. So, um, you know, it gets us back to square one with things. Got to get our guys back. The, the the flu has been been kind of a tough thing this week. Um, we've had some had quite a few guys that have been out with, with some sickness, and you know we we feel like they're going to be back, um, particularly later in the week. But you know those are things you can't control. So you know we get the rest of the guys ready to go and go play. Yeah, and I mean this time of the year, you know, knowing how to handle adversity is a big one. And I mean, right. though at the same time, you guys had to handle some adversity on the way down to John Paul II last yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, where you, got, you know, got down there a little late, but <laughs> ended up yeah, working out just fine. I, the, I, with, with the COVID mess and all, you know, you just kind of roll with things. And you know, I particularly last week, you know, I, we wanted to get there plenty early so we could get acclimated our our different surroundings and not let the bus ride bother us, but, you know, we get on the interstate and, I don't know, two miles from the exit, <laughs> we come to a dead stop on the interstate and we're looking at one another. So, you know, that changed some things, but it didn't didn't phase us. And, and you know, that's that's the good thing about this group. They, they're not letting things, you know, they're kind of letting things roll off. So um, I, this is just another example of some adversity we got to face. And, and you know what, the next guy's up and let's, let's play with what we got. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, COVID over the last couple of years really, you know, made teams learn some some lessons. And, you know, how do you think that that helps, you know, prepare for a game like this? Because, you know, there were times the last couple of years where you learn the day of a game that somebody's not coming out tonight. Well, so and, and you got to learn how to kind of insert yeah. somebody in the lineup and have everybody be prepared. That's just part of, you know, being a small school football I mean you just got to kind of adapt with things but I we didn't we didn't do anything differently this week as far as our practice scheduling and what we do at practice you know we just had to have some different people do it um and and we adjust you know we'll just do the best we can do well and at the same time 
Um, you, the, the other kind of challenge when you're facing a team back-to-back is making sure that guys, you know, don't get down after, you know, playing a team, winning comfortably and feeling like they can just kind of walk into a game and know that they can get a win. Um, you know, from the mentality perspective, does it almost help to have a little adversity in this week just well, because kids can't kind of turn it off? Yeah, I, 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 that's what, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, we're, going, we're hoping. We'll, we'll try to find the positives where go. we can. There you, know? you go. Um, I, again, we just kind of have stressed all week that, you know what, I, that's, we're not going to play the same team. I mean, we, you know, they, they, they're, they're going to have to do things differently, obviously. And, you know, I, with that, we have to adjust and do some of our things differently. So, you know, some of the things that we did last week that we had a lot of success with probably will not be, you know, there for us to do. So I, it's just like playing a different group, and, and that's kind of the way we're, we've been treating it. Well, and, you know, they also kind of, you know, pulled out some stops last week. You mentioned the hook and ladder play, and you'd think, you know, things like that you'd want to save for that first round of the playoffs when you know you're playing the same team back-to-back weeks. So is that more of an indication of a team that is willing to get creative and just knowing that you might see some interesting things this week that they didn't show last well, week? Well, that, that's, again, a point that we've been kind of stressing this week. I, I think, you know, when you, especially in the playoffs, you know, you're done if you, if you, if you don't win. So you find any way you can. To, to to get some success, so I, I think you know we can talk about it and 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 you know till we get in the game and they actually you know adjust to those kind of things. But they got to be ready for anything. I mean, they're capable of doing any kind of you know trick type play, any kind of misdirection, any kind of reverse, double passes, halfback passes. You know, we've seen some of that on film from them. So you know, it's not something that'll be brand new to them. I think it, it's part of their offense. So we just got to kind of be prepared to not let it kill us. You know, we can't can't let that a big play mess us up for, for the next drive or the next series. So. Yeah, and with, with a team that is willing to kind of get creative offensively like that, you know, what are the messages, you know, especially for those guys in the secondary and at the linebacker level to make sure, you know, hey, we're, we're sticking with our jobs because any – even if it looks like it's going to be a run play, all of a sudden, you know, you mentioned, you know, a team that's been willing to throw in some halfback passes. Don't, you know, let that guy that's in front well, of you let go just because you think it looks like yeah, a run. Yeah, I, like I mean, that. that just makes you stress, again, do your job and, and trust your teammate's going to do his job. Um, you know, if, you, if you're supposed to stay in coverage, you stay in coverage. You know, you, that's, a hard, that's a hard thing to do when you're doing it. But, you know, backside people have to stay back and wait for some kind of misdirection reverse to come back, you know. But at the same time, we want them to be aggressive and fly around to the ball because we need as many people there as we can get. So it's kind of a little fine line, but – you know, I, we stress it and, and, you know, do your job and trust your, your teammate and, you know, things will work out. Well, and Skis of 3A as well has been, you know, really balanced throughout this thing kind of this year. So, you know, how much are you kind of looking forward to seeing how this playoffs as a whole kind of shakes out? Because there is no one team that is the clear and favorite. Right. And in the teams that are in the middle, anything can kind of happen. That's here. right. I, I You know, f- top to bottom, it's, it's the most competitive region in all of Skiza. Um anybody on any given night can can you know pull something out. Um it just be interesting to see. I mean you really have to be at your best and and play your best ball each night because anybody could could you know end up in the finals. Um I, just look at the scores, you know, you can look at the head to head stuff and and 
you know, any of the top top teams that you know anybody that's still alive now has a chance. I, I think the only teams that 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 really you know were were kind of at the bottom end are, are already out. So um, it, it's kind of thing that that you know you play one week at a time and play your best that night and hope you get to play next week. So absolutely, and you know. Not only for this week, but in the long run, this playoffs, what has to go right for you guys to continue to have the success that you had in the regular season and 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 make a little bit of a run here in three A? Well, I, we cut back on some of our penalties last week, and that that was big. Um, you know, we got a couple of holding calls after a couple of big plays. You know, we got to we got to clean that up. Um, protect the ball. You know, we really we didn't have we didn't have any turnovers the last couple of games, and that's that's big. I mean, a turnover could be be the difference at times. Um, protecting the ball and 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 you know making good throws and good decisions and things. Those those things are constants that we got to make sure we do. I, I think as long as we you know focus on taking care of this week and and being one and zero each week. And try to keep everything geared towards that, not looking past anything, not looking down the road at a bigger picture. You know, you just take things one one week at a time and, and do the best you can do. And, I, you know, like I said, we hadn't been here in a couple of years, and, and I think it's been such a, a driving force that we, we get ourselves in a position that we can compete, you know, for a, for playing in a postseason-type deal. And, I think they're focused. I mean, they're excited. The whole school was kind of rallying around it, and and it's just it's been a fun year. It's been a fun year watching them watching them grow and and kind of develop from, you know, where you didn't know if we could compete to you know what each week we got a chance, and and that's fun. That makes it fun to to be out there. So um, we'll get get these boys healthy and get them get them out of this all this sickly stuff, and we'll play hard and. Hopefully things will work out and we'll get to play another week. Absolutely. And, you know, after missing the playoffs a couple of years, what would a playoff win mean to this group just um, to really kind of see that as the next step in what you guys have seen as a real step forward as a program this year as a whole? Well, I did, like I said at the beginning, that, that was our goal. We wanted to put ourselves in a position to be able to play in the playoffs and, and we're in. We're the second ranked team right now, so we've got a tremendous seed. So we kind of exceeded our goals a little bit. We, we get the opportunity to stay at home, you know, as long as we're we're still alive. So, you know, that's another huge deal for us because playing at our field, you know, there's just a little little something extra about about being at our place and and you know our student body and our 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 fan support is just tremendous. And you know, the whole school's kind of excited about it, like I said, and. Getting to play at Spencer Field, you know, under the lights, and and not having to make a two and a half hour drive to play somewhere, and that that kind of thing is is big. So, I, I think that that you know now, like I said, the standard has been set, and you know we just kind of got to build on it. Absolutely. All right, Adam. Well, I think that's all I got for you. Thanks for taking the all time, right. and we're looking forward to a fun yes, game sir. on Friday. I appreciate y'all very much. And that'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again to Adam for coming in to talk a little football. Uh, really thankful that he was able to take out the time in a, in a busy week at Wilson Hall because you know Tim Tebow is also out there this week and we'll have full coverage of, of his appearance with the Barons um, as well as full coverage of our football playoffs across the high school league and skis of this weekend. So stay tuned for full coverage to see how the Tri-County teams do in the postseason. 
For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.